Financial residency podcasts are brought to you this week by weatherbyhealthcare.com. Just as the right advice helps you thrive financially, the right support team allows you to excel professionally. Weatherby Healthcare's locums experts will match you with the best jobs, prepare you for success, and provide 24-7 support. The bottom line is that working locums with Weatherby helps you earn more money and take better control of your career. If that sounds like music to your ears, head over to weatherbyhealthcare.com payday to get started. Welcome to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino, brought to you by Financial Residency. John owns Contract Diagnostics and is an expert on physician contract negotiation and compensation review. If you have an idea for a podcast or a question you would like for him to answer on one of his shows, please email podcast at financialresidency.com. Now grab your cup of Java and get ready for Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. Hey, everybody. It's John Apino again with Contract Diagnostics. And thank you, as always, to Financial Residency for the ability to tell you guys a little bit about what we've learned over our 12 years of doing physician contract reviews. Today, a topic that might seem simple, PTO, paid time off, earned time off, vacation. I mean, we've seen it classified in many different ways, but there's lots of different ways to look at this. It's not always three weeks of leave, four weeks of leave, five weeks of leave. But for the record, most physician contracts that we see are three, four, or five weeks of leave plus a week of CME. It varies so much. When you look at radiology or anesthesia, these two specialties typically have more, anywhere from six to 12, even 15 weeks of vacation oftentimes. So it depends on the specialty and you know how they're going to structure it. Now, many physician employees or contractors don't have any PTO or paid leave. They might have policy for time away, but they don't have any paid leave. So typically people who earn per shift or per hour, hospitalist, emergency medicine, folks that work in the critical care units, these folks don't typically get paid for not being there they get paid when they're there and that's it. There's no salary, it's earn for the hour. But when it comes to overall PTO, whether you have three weeks, whether you have five weeks, whether you have 240 hours or something different, it's super important to understand the policies involved with them. If you don't use the days, can you roll them over to the next year? If you don't use the days and you get you terminate the contract, you leave or transition out, do you get paid for any unused sick days or PTO days or CME days? Oftentimes, employers, once you put your notice in to leave, most contracts have no cause terminations and most physicians terminate with no cause. And it's generally 60, 90, or 120 days, of course. And most of the time, if you put your notice in, so you tell the employer that you're no longer going to be working there in 90 days, they won't let you take PTO. That's a policy. So depending on what you have in the bank, will you get paid out? Will you lose it? Will you be able to use it? It's important to understand those things. Oftentimes we'll see PTO in contracts, but there might be, again, more policies involved with how they calculate it. So if it's, let's say 27 days, it might say inclusive of holidays, inclusive of, P of, of CME, inclusive of sick time. So when you start to peel it back, you have 27 days. But if they take nine holidays, we're now down to 18. If five are dedicated for PTO, we're now down to 13. Maybe they offer three sick days. Now you actually have 10 days or two weeks, depending on your schedule, of actual time off that you get to choose. So it's important to understand policies. If 
if a vacation listed in the agreement or the benefit manual includes sick time, includes paternity, maternity leave, includes CME time, and includes the holidays. It's important to know if you can take half days. So if you have 240 hours, can you take four hours at a time or two hours at a time, or do you have to take a block? Again, depending on your craft, you may not have eight-hour days. So if you have 240 hours or 160 hours of leave, what does that equate to in terms of actual days off? Again, all these little asterisks are things that people don't typically think about. So when you look at your employment contract and you look at how much time off you have, it's important to understand the nuances with the PTO. When it comes to leave, maternity, paternity, or parental leave, we generally don't see that, unfortunately, in most contracts. If we looked at a percentage that we saw that in, I would say it's fractional. Maybe, you know, maybe three out of a thousand contracts that we see, maybe five out of a thousand contracts we see actually have paid parental leave. And of those three or five, the average time off might be two weeks. So some might have 12, but most have zero. We just saw one yesterday that has one, and it's very interesting. We don't usually see paid parental leave, but we're glad that you guys have it sometimes, but we think it should be more, of course. And uh, unfortunately, that's just not the physician market. But it's under it's 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 good to understand what their parental leave policies are. Do you have to use your PTO first? Then you can go on unpaid leave or FMLA or a disability policy, depending on how they have it set up. So all these policies around PTO, around vacation, around holidays, around earned time off, around you know, however they classify it are super important to know. And the same thing if you're not working a traditional Monday through Friday week. So your contract might say you have four weeks of vacation. But if you're working four-day four weeks, you know, again, if it says you have 20 days of PTO versus four weeks of PTO, it might matter. So if you have 20 days of PTO and you go to four days a week, do you still keep, is that considered four weeks of leave? So now it's 16 days or is it 20 days? So now you have five weeks of paid leave. So again, all those things are super important to look at when you actually go through the terms of your contract. And it just shows you the de level of detail that can be unpacked with something as simple as how much time off do I have? Do I have two weeks? Do I have five weeks? There's so much more under the surface. And if we can help with anything as far as evaluating a contract, looking at it for completeness, helping you understand it better or guide you in the negotiation and due diligence of the agreement, feel free to reach out to us here at Contract Diagnostics anytime. We'd love to help anybody associated with financial residency, of course. If you're ready to start boosting your earning power with locums, head over to weatherbyhealthcare.com slash payday to learn more.